0: ABC Listen.
1: Hello, 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 my friends. It's Ruby here and you are listening to Newstime. Hello, Ruby. Hey, Ruby. This week on Newstime, just like the rest of Australia, we are going Matildas mad. We'll hear all about their amazing run at the World Cup and all about how one of their players uses hearing aids. Then it's off to the library for book week. And after that, we'll head to the Solomon Islands to meet some beautiful new neighbours. Then it's time for one of my favourite parts of the show. Wow, yeah, book. Yep, the story guaranteed to make you say... Whoa. What do you think? Should we get going?
0: Yes, I'm ready. Story number five.
1: This year, the FIFA Women's World Cup was held in Australia and New Zealand. It's the biggest competition in the world for women's football, which you might also know as soccer. Our national women's football team is called the Matildas.
0: I have lots of favourite players. I like Sam Kerr, Caitlin, Minnie, Courtney Vine and
1: Mackenzie Arnold. Sam Kerr. They're all just so good, aren't they? And they did an amazing job in the competition. The Matildas finished fourth. That's the best result for any Aussie team in a Football World Cup ever. The country in first place was Spain, second was England and Sweden came in third. Before it started people weren't sure whether there would be much interest in the World Cup. Some people thought women's sport was less exciting than men's sport. But that turned out not to be true at all because tens of thousands of people went to sold-out stadiums to watch the Tillies play. In fact, the Matildas games have been some of the most-watched events on Aussie TV
0: ever. Well, it means that they're saying other girls and women should play soccer too. That women and girls
1: can do anything. Sport is for everyone. The whole country was really excited by this competition and talking about games with friends and family and wearing the green and gold to watch. It was a great example of how sport can bring people together by giving us something to watch and cheer for and care about as one big community. Great work, Tillies. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all your hard work and we really appreciate it. Story number four. Speaking of the Matildas, our brilliant goalkeeper is a player named Mackenzie Arnold. Her performance is a big part of why the Matildas did so well in this competition. A really, really good job. Recently, Mackenzie got her very first pair of hearing aids. They are small devices that can help people who have hearing loss. For a while, Mackenzie knew her hearing wasn't perfect. She often had to ask her friends and family to repeat the things that they said to her. After some encouragement from her brother, who also wears hearing aids, Mackenzie went to an audiologist. That's a specialist who understands how hearing works. This audiologist told Mackenzie that she should start wearing hearing aids as soon as possible or her hearing might get worse. After a little bit of hesitation, Mackenzie said, OK, she picked up her brand new hearing aids a little while later.
0: That's pretty cool that she wears hearing aids while playing the game and listening to the crowd. It would make her feel more confident because then she can, like, actually hear what the ref is saying.
1: Well, she doesn't actually wear them while she's playing because they might get knocked around by the ball. But she says that they do make her feel confident, more alert and more connected to the world before a match. Little kids can play soccer while having hearing aids. You're absolutely right. Football players around the country who are deaf or hard of hearing say that knowing that one of the amazing Matildas players wears hearing aids has been a big inspiration for them. Story number three. The Solomon Islands is a country made up of lots of little islands just above Australia. It's a beautiful part of the world, with coral reefs and mountains and rare birds, Lots of exciting wildlife. Recently, the islands welcomed some new residents. 10,000 bees. They give, like, us honey and honey's really yummy. These bees will be cared for by beekeepers in training. I guess you could say soon-to-be beekeepers.
0: Well, I think they feel good
1: because, like, they're helping their community. Mm Mm-hmm. Learning about beekeeping and making honey has had lots of positive effects for the locals. For one thing, it will help them make enough money to care for their families, and that helps them feel empowered. Proud of themselves. Exactly. Also, as people become more interested in beekeeping, there are more bees buzzing around the island, and they're all pollinating plants and helping gardens and veggies grow.
0: Then there would be more of- and vegetables. That's pretty cool to feed all the people
1: on the island. These bees are also important because they're helping communities combat the effects of climate change. You see, bees pollinate mangroves, and mangroves are trees that grow between the sea and the land when the tide comes in and out. Mangroves act as natural buffers against things like cyclones, which might become more and more of a problem in the Solomon Islands due to the effects of climate change. That's very smart. Because they
0: help us, our environment, and they make honey for
1: us. Mm-hmm. These tiny new neighbours will be making a very big difference. No wonder the islands are abuzz with excitement. we number two. This week, it was Children's Book Week. That's a time to celebrate storytelling.
0: It's a week when you dress up as somebody from a book.
1: Yes, that is one way we celebrate. Some schools and preschools have dress-up days where you can wear an outfit from one of your favourite characters. The theme for Book Week this year is Read, Grow, Inspire that means thinking about all the wonderful ways that books and reading can help us to grow as people and as learners. Books can inspire us in lots of other ways too, like inspiring us to try something new or looking at the world in a bit of a different way. I love that they have
0: pretty cool pictures and illustrations. I love that you can, like go back to them and like reread them over and over. My favourite book is Sam Kerr Kicking Goals because Sam Kerr is my favourite soccer player and it really inspires me to like be like her and playing the Matildas one day.
1: Awesome, I haven't read that one yet. If you're looking for a new favourite, Another part of Book Week is the announcement of the Book of the Year award winners. And as always, there are so many great books being celebrated. There's lots to love about books and reading, whether you get dressed up or just curl up with a good book, however you celebrate. Happy Book Week. And with that, it's time for...
0: Wow of the Week. This story made me go, wow, because, well, they're really kind. Tell me,
1: when you grow out of your clothes, what do you do with them? I give them to
0: charity. I give them to somebody else. I give them to people that need them.
1: That's very thoughtful of you. Not everyone does that, unfortunately. Lots of Aussies throw their old clothes straight into the bin. In fact, Australians throw out about 800,000 tonnes of clothes every year. That's more than the weight of 100,000 elephants.
0: Elephants are really
1: big. Uh Uh-huh. It's a lot of clothing. When the students at the St Paul the Apostle School in Melbourne heard about this, they decided to do something. They started their very own fashion label and called it trash to fashion. Basically, they do three different things to bring clothes back to life. They repair them so that they can be worn again.
0: It's pretty cool that they can fix old
1: clothes. Or they might repurpose them, which means turning them from clothes into something else useful, like a dog toy or a tea towel.
0: Well, you could turn it, like, into a hat or A teddy could turn them into pillows,
1: towels and toys. Or the students donate the clothes to local op shops for other people to buy and use. All of the garments saved by the students get given a brand new tag with their label on it, Trash to Fash. The Trash to Fash program has saved hundreds of kilograms of fabric from ending up in landfill. And the money raised from the sales at the op shop they go straight back into the local community.
0: It'd be generous because they're using their spare time to do that for the community.
1: These kids say the program is changing the way they think about clothes too. Some students say they haven't been buying as many new clothes for themselves. Instead, they're choosing to repair their old clothes more often.
0: Because it's not wasting the
1: environment. Absolutely. Trash to Fash is having a positive impact on students, the local community, and the environment, winning all round. Great work, Legends. And there you have it. Five stories all tied up into one glorious countdown. Thank you so much for your help, my friends. Thanks, Ruby. You are so welcome. And don't forget to do the news time quiz. The questions are in the show notes. See you next
0: time, Ruby.
1: See you later. And as they say in Spanish, the language of our World Cup winners, hasta luego. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.